Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Made Changes, where we talk about movies and TV shows. We talk about how much we like them, how much we hate them, and what we would change about them. Is that right? That is correct. (laughs) Today, we are bringing you the first entry of Season 8, Game of Thrones. What a doozy. I was waiting. Uh, I realized we're recording this like right now, and that would have been a really cool opportunity for like an explosion or some drum beats or something, but I don't, I don't have that ability right now. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. So, just wasn't as good. All right. Well, thank you to everyone who's listened um, so far. Hope you liked the Game of Thrones pre show. Uh, share this with family and friends, and uh, let's talk some Game of Thrones. Ben premiered last night did you like it uh i did it was kind of what i expected as far as getting everything set up um you know there's only six episodes so there's a lot to be done in those six hours (laughs) yeah it's a little bit more so i think on the pre-show we kind of said it was like hour 40 each that is incorrect information, so I, I apologize to Fake news. every one of you. The first two episodes are going to be around an hour. I think it was like 54 minutes was this past one. The next one's going to be like 58 minutes, and then it's going to start going up. It's going to be like 70 minutes, 75 minutes, 80-something minutes. Yeah. So those will be the big ones. So the last four are like the big ones. These first two are the traditional hour. Yeah, I was um, like, when oh, I s- man. When it was yeah. over, I'm like, that is it? I'm like, I felt like I just turned it on. Yeah, it sucks. And... I was so I found that out. I looked it up beforehand before the episode um, earlier in the day, and I I honestly I was like, oh, here we go. It's gonna be bad. We're not gonna do anything. It's only gonna be an hour. Like, how are they gonna do this? And I'm gonna make a bold call right now and say it was one of the better season premieres of Game of Thrones. It was definitely better than last year's premiere, in my opinion. Or I should say last season. It was not last year. Yeah, that yeah, it was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I but, felt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just agree, felt though. like it was um, it was like a, a throwback episode. We'll get more into this, but I, I really liked it. Well, and I think the dialogue was important, right? It wasn't too much, like, but it wasn't like everything that was said was important, right? There was no wasted dialogue. Um, not that there often is in past seasons, but I think especially in this um, this episode, you like. In particular, what I'm, what's coming to my mind is like Arya, when she goes and revisits people she hasn't seen in quite some time, that she wasn't sure if was still alive. Uh, you know, that dialogue, like you know, her dialogue with the Hound and uh, with John. You know, I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I think I think it was good. Let's dive right into it after this intro. back we're talking thrones we're talking season eight episode one the final season Are you sad about it i am i am yeah, sad me too such a cool show yeah i think i would be happier i'd be less sad if something was like coming up right afterwards but you know we ben you talked a couple times about how amazon's bringing you the bringing us the lord of the rings show but that's like nah, they haven't really started even filming that right that's um, not for some time before even the, the first prequel the game of thrones prequel there's multiple in production one of them is further along <clears throat> but they really just started like casting that so they haven't even started that so it's gonna be sad it's gonna be a sad break because i feel like we already had a long break it was a year and a half between the last the last season and this season you know what i mean yeah well and we're you know, we've gotten so invested in the characters that 
um, well, and more so the ones that are still alive, that it's not going to be the same. You know, you're not going to have the same cast moving forward with any of the prequels or, um, you know, you're going to have different shows that you're going to get invested in, but it won't be the same dynamic. And um, so, I yeah, it's I am bummed. Yeah. Um, speaking of characters, they're kind of all they're all in this episode because number one there are significantly less than when we started in <laughs> yeah the first season yeah it's easier um, now to keep track of everybody's history right, everybody's right. story um but also it's kind of like you're either in one of two spots you're either in king's landing with the lannisters lannister yeah, army yeah, or, in the or north. you're in the north in winterfell uh, well aside really from the only- um the great joys I mean, right. The only ones that are separate from other Greyjoys who were in King's Landing, but then um, Yara escaped. got rescued by Euron. Let's talk about that. <clears throat> I know that's skipping around a little bit, but um, I thought that was really. Uh, at first, I was kind of like, "Wow, that was really easy." They really they played that up last season. Euron's a psycho, but then at the same time, I was like, "Euron, like this is this is plausible. Euron is a cocky bastard. He doesn't think that." He doesn't think that Theon would do it because he thinks Theon is a, 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 a pussy for well, right, well, a Well, yeah, and he thinks he broke him, right? Yeah. Like, and he's off banging the queen, you know? Like, he's he doesn't think anything's going to happen. Right, yeah, yeah. He's in he's in cloud nine, right? He 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 got the Golden Company here. He's, he's yeah, he got Cersei to lay with him. He's, right now he's thinking, I'm going to be a king. I'm going to have a prince. I'm untouchable. And uh, I think that, yeah, I think you're right. I think his arrogance is what allows that up op- that window of opportunity to rescue her but it yeah. did seem very easy i'm like all right so yeah. you took out everybody on the main deck with uh arrows and then just killed the remaining few i guess and you yeah. know i don't know it, whatever but it was satisfying and they had to get her out i mean yeah yeah i liked um right after that they're talking on the ship and you know, she kind of knows that he wants to go, and and it's gonna be awesome. You know, he goes and fights for the Starks because he really is a Stark. I mean, like he he was raised by them. He always did love them. He just betrayed them once, um, and it was you know detrimental. But he you know paid the price. He regretted for that. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was a cool scene, cool moment. I was like, I remember like watching it. I was like, hell yeah, get get there. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm glad she was so like <clears throat> okay with it and accepting. Right, and I think even her plan was. At first, I was like, "Wow, she's just, she's just dipping out. She's gonna go back to the Iron Islands where no one can touch them." Um, but then, you know, her, she said, kind of, if they lose, Daenerys is gonna need somewhere to go back to, and and so that was a, kind of a good point. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." I'm gonna I'm gonna question the whole White Walkers can't cross water because I was gonna say the um, same thing. I was waiting for that theoretically i think the night the king, night king could just ice. freeze the water <laughs> yeah it, i mean his his so. dragon can easily do that i think he can easily do that so i i don't think they truly understand I, but i think they do that on purpose right that like i said that dialogue i think was purposeful i think it's to show that they truly don't fully don't understand yeah. their power and their strength and that's why john is there's so much feud and bitterness going on because john declared himself king of the north uh, and he brings home Daenerys, who <clears throat> she is claiming herself as queen, right? And rightful heir to the throne. So there's this conflict going on, and John is just sticking with it that, guys, like there's there's a way, way bigger problem here than who's got what title. You know, I fought this army twice and lost both times. You know, pretty handedly. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think they're, until they actually, like, people actually see what they're capable of, this this undead army, um, they're still going to have these kind of petty, bitter feuds and, um, or, yeah. and, or just even naive thinking that, you know, they can't cross water, so. Yeah, and I think... I mentioned right before we took that little uh, break, the little intro, um, it felt like a, a classic Game of Thrones episode. So a lot of people disliked season seven, and, you know, I, I, it's fair. It, it jumped around very, very fast. You know, like, just think of Jon Snow's path. He's 
he's in Winterfell, then all of a sudden he's in, uh, he's on Dragonstone, and then he's in by Eastwatch, and then he's north of the wall, <clears throat> and then he's in Eastwatch again, and then he's going to King's Landing, and it was like, holy crap, he did a lot in like seven or eight episodes. It was nuts. Um, yeah, that's a good so point. So they did. I mean, they flew through things. They, you know, people were running into each other everywhere. It was like, this country's kind of huge. How are they doing that? This episode felt like it was a classic Game of Thrones episode. They touched on like logistics. Sansa talks about how am I going to feed everybody? There was the classic bickering between people you know there was the classic stuff between you know talking about houses they're like or when when um braun is like that fucking family or something he's talking about the lannisters like that's classic like die you know dialogue about any of the families really it could be any of the families right right it just felt like a classic game of thrones episode and that's why i think it was one of the better premieres yeah you know, they set the stage, and obviously the the Greyjoy stuff, they kind of solved right away. Um, but other than that, I thought it was pretty good. We, you know, we guessed the intro. I think I was closer. A little I, bit closer. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, yeah, I think you were. They weren't um, – yeah, you were because it, it was really the unsolved, Daenerys yeah. and um, – well, yeah, but the, I mean shortly after that, they go to the scene where John and Daenerys, right, Daenerys are fighting next to each other. So, yeah, give you, cool. I'll give you that one. I was hoping, yeah, was I was cool. real, like, because, like, you don't, that was one thing I wish we saw a little bit more of, is, like, how Thurmond and everybody, those guys that were still on the Night's Watch that were still on the wall got right. out of that. Because when we see them for the first time in this episode and that they're alive was um, at that, what looked like an outpost or another. No, it was um, the Umber's Castle. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure where they were. That's I was also confused. By they didn't that, really say it, it until like very... you saw the kid on the wall, and that was that was little Ned Umber. Okay, yeah, because mm. it just happened, and it was, I was like, yeah, because remember at the beginning of the episode, Sansa sends him back. Yeah, because she was like, we need more horses, you know. Right. So that's when it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right after that. So that's where they. Yeah, I thought the the start was pretty good. It 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 was cool when you watch like the like the after the thrones when they talk about you know they have like the two creators on there talking about it and they talked about how you know they had the little boy like running through waiting you know trying to get a peek of this army can't see anything because he's short and aria lets him go by and she kind of smiles and they talked about how that's back from the first episode of game of thrones when it's aria running trying to see the king's the king and like king uh, robert and the army come north yep and so that's why she smiles cause she, and lets him go by. She's like, oh, I remember being like that. That's so cool how they're able to tie like 10 like years full, later. Full cir- first, like uh, that. A full yeah. circle situation. Yeah. So I like I liked that a lot. But yeah, I mean, right away you're introduced, like Daenerys is introduced to the North. And one of the common themes across the all seven seasons so far is that North Northern people are stubborn and they don't like outsiders. Right. And immediately she sees that. Yeah. And, and you can even see it internally with what John's with uh sansa and and all she even raises the question you know your sister doesn't like me um and i think that's a concern for daenerys and yeah i think on two ends one because she's the queen and you know the queen deserves respect and then two um i think she loves john and she really does want john's sisters to to like you know to like her and appreciate her and like you know yeah to have that welcoming feeling but uh yeah. It was an interesting thing. You know, obviously we ended season seven with the love the love making between John and Danny. Um, so you really didn't know where that was at. And at first it kinda seemed like maybe they were just being chill about it and like, you know, we just banged and whatever. It's it's over. It was just <laughs> a fun thing. The world's coming to an end. Then they get on the dragons, we'll talk about that in a minute. But they get on the dragons and when they land you see that they still do love each other. They actually do love each other and that they want to be together. And that was like a, it was like a good reminder for us that, that these two actually do love are each in other. love. Yeah. And it made, it made what came at the end of the episode, even more of like, Oh shit. Well, right. Yeah. When yeah. Sam breaks the news to John. Yeah. Um, was, I thought that was really well done. Right. I did too. And, and, and you know what? And, uh, I think it's interesting. I think as viewers, we should not forget that Daenerys 
just told Sam, I basically burned your brother and father because they didn't bend the knee. Yeah. Um, and Sam was really upset by that. And uh, I think... Great job acting, by the way. That was a yeah. great performance. I think Sam... That's going to... I think that's going to carry in the rest of the season when um, this issue of who has a rightful heir gets mm. talked about. I think Sam's going to well, have Well, he said some, it. I think he's going to have I mean, some Sam bad was, blood Sam behind it. Blunt. I think he's going to push for John more. Yeah. Because he's... I think that's going to be... You know, it's tainted. He's got a bias well, now. I'm mean, like, hey, you killed my father and my brother. Well, you know, Sam was pretty blunt about it. He, you know, like the final... Like one of the final things he said was, you know, John goes, you know, that's treason. She's our our queen, and Sam was kind of like, you would spare men, or whatever. You would you spare know. your. You would you'd give up your crown. Um, yeah, to, to save, save the North. Would she do the would same? Would she do the same? I think that's a good and question. It touches on what we talked about in the in the pre episode was that like John really is the best per almost like the best person in all of Game of Thrones except for maybe um, Davos but John really is the, I mean she's done some pretty erratic shit yeah I mean she is has a temper and and stuff like that and, and that was like one of the points where and like she didn't even tell John and John was clearly hurt by that that yeah, she didn't tell yeah. him because um, um, she she does have. A fire to Temper. her, yeah. You know, a fury to her ruling. Like she, she is very. Um, as far as any of the other people of power that we've seen throughout come come and go throughout the show, she has been probably the most um, gracious ruler, right? But yes, but she, like you said, she even does still have her flaws, and you know. Um, John in the show, in this episode said exactly what you were saying in the preview was that he didn't ask for any of this, right? No, he never wants to didn't want to be king of the North. He didn't, you know, like none of these, these responsibilities he like sought after, they were given to him, you know, and, uh, he made the most of it. So, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's clearly like drawing they're drawing the same like parables in this in this situation um i you know i wonder what john's gonna do about it i you know i saw some stuff on twitter like wow john john took it pretty good when he learned out he was banging his aunt um right that wasn't the first question he even realized it (laughs) he did he wasn't like wait so she's my aunt (laughs) yeah he didn't even like he wasn't thinking about daenerys at all he was like thinking about you know he said you know he told me the most honorable man i knew was lying to me all my life sam came back with a great line of like you know he was he was being honorable he told you he told your mom that he would protect you forever um robert would have killed you if you found out you were targaryen right so i mean we see just it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles it i i don't think he even you know in that moment of being like shocked that you're not who you thought you were your entire life he didn't even think about Daenerys in that type of way. So it's really interesting how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Being John, I I don't think he even brings it up for a while because he, he is he is one of the only people who's like solely focused on the Night King. Right. And like I think he would let it slide and he would kind of just he's kind of just going to give Daenerys like the cold shoulder because he's he doesn't know how to process it, but he's going to be fo- focused on the Night King. Right. Uh, I agree. And I yeah. you know, I forgot who I was talking to after the episode and I said that. I, I was thinking, you know, he's probably not even going to say anything because he is so devoted to at least for a while winning yeah. this battle, winning this war um, that's in front of him. That he's like, you know what? Like bringing this up now is going to totally throw everything off. You know, you're going to have if, if if the people of the north found out, they would not rally behind her, right? They would only rally behind John, and like that's kind of the case right now. But that would solidify it, right? So there'd be no hope of having them recognize her as a ruling entity. It would they would just go to John, and so mm-hmm. if she was trying to take command or control over. It's a weird thing, dude. It's weird. It's like, of course, it's it's perfect for a show because it's perfect timing. You know, you have right. this, like the the dead coming marching, but now it's like who's actually in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I was thinking about it, and I actually think you know Sansa said it in the episode. She said, 
you know, they, they chose you to be their leader and then you, or they gave you a crown and then you gave it up. Um, you know, they followed you. And so at first you're like, well, if they find out that, you know, he's actually the one that's, that's supposed to be, you know, the king, they're going to follow him instead. And then I was thinking about it. I don't know. Like they're going to find out that he is a Targaryen. He's not a Stark. I mean, technically, yes, Lyanna is a Stark, but like they're going to be more focused on the fact that he's Rhaegar's son, the Rhaegar that they went to war against because they thought Rhaegar was raping Lyanna. Right, right. Right. Like it's going to actually cause more issues. Well, here's and I think. But, no, but here's the thing, though. He'll be him and Bran with the knowledge that they have now on what happened, the truth behind what happened. It kind of clears the bad. Bl- no, I shouldn't say clears the bad blood, but almost in a way, though. Right. It. It. You. You realize. Okay. Well, the the the, <laughs> the history behind that that feud and like what caused it was it was built on false. You know. Yeah, no, I I get that, but like that means they just have to take Bran for his word, and and like that's one of the right. How if he shows, says, it's like, you know, why do they believe? Oh, him? I know because I'm the three eyed Raven. They're gonna be like, oh, what the hell right, is that? Psycho. Like, what are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? <laughs> um, but that's a good point. I mean, he has Bran, and Bran knows. You know, Bran. My, one of my favorite parts of the episode when Bran was like, "All right, we can do the introductions later." But like Night King's coming. He has one of your dragons. He revived it. Also, he's through the wall. It was such a good moment. He's like, "Oh, he's I know." Just like, Dude. nonchalant, <laughs> just like, "Yep, this is happening." Yeah. He's like, "All right, we're done. Can we can we focus on the task at hand?" That was a good part. I love Bran's dialogue because he's he's changed so much as a character, and now he's just like this. It's like badass. He's just like he's just staring down. He's like, he's I know what you. I'm talking about. He's like. It's like he's poker face all the time. Yeah, and you feel like he just has this infinite wisdom, right? Like he just knows everything. You feel like you can't help but like whenever he speaks to feel that way. And um, yeah, I I like you know you mentioned this to me about how when he was speaking with Sam, no, you know, um, I'm waiting for an old friend. Right, it was Jamie. And then he was waiting Jamie, for Jamie. I, I first I was like, who could he be waiting for? And mm. then Jamie rolled up at the end of the episode. Um, so he knew he was coming before anyone else did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Brand. Brand's an interesting one. Someone's got to help him out. I don't know if he can't roll or like who's pushing him, but he's just in the courtyard uh, all yeah, the time. Literally the same spot. Because <laughs> Sam can't. Sam came down when he found out that his father and uh, brother were killed. It was nighttime. Looked at Bran, went over to him. They agreed. Okay, Sam, you gotta tell him. Told him, and then the next day, he's still there. He was still there. <laughs> That's the same spot that Sam left him. Poor guy. Like Hodor's gone. Who's pushing his ass around? Right. They don't explain that. I need this. I need to know. They should just have like a cutscene. <laughs> yeah. At like yeah. night when that whole light, like, the castle's sleeping, and he's just there. He's like, guys. He's just there. <laughs> Anybody. Um... You know he's he's cold. He's definitely you know he's much he's not he's not Bran anymore. It's it's, it's interesting to see how that plays out. Like we said in the last episode, we don't really know his powers and right. he still or, hasn't really shown I mean, it. The only thing we know is that he can see things and he he all he showed it to us again. Then you know he knew Jamie was coming. He knew the Night King got through the wall. We said right. that was probably how it was gonna how they were gonna find out. Is and does he, he even look. sleep? Like I don't even know what this entails. Like what? Nobody does. Yeah, they like, really haven't shown us anything. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a very interesting speaking. Um, uh, character dynamic and build up yeah. uh, that we have seen progress throughout the last couple seasons where his you know his adventures beyond the wall um and now truly he truly understands what He's his role is rhythm. but we're as viewers still trying to figure that out so i yeah. think it'll be interesting to see what what else gets revealed mm-hmm. um Speaking i think of... i think we will learn more about bran i think he's oh, going to sure. play a crucial role for sure. Um, speaking of cold, um, there were some some jokes going around about how Sansa was you know giving the stink eye to Daenerys and clearly doesn't like her and she's got some um, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame her, but at the same time, it's like, bruh, like, listen to it. your brother. The Night King is literally coming. All right, figure it out afterwards. You know, yeah. it's kind of annoying, but it makes sense. Like. It's frustrating. It's like, guys, let's just focus on the task at hand. That's what I'm tra- I'm telling them, you know, yelling at the screen. But it, like, makes sense. Yeah, it's drama, obviously. It's like you're and going it, to it makes die. sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, I thought it was good. And and it, it was funny because Sansa is, like, clearly, 
she clearly knows that John. It's not. It's not that John just bent the knee because he thinks she'll be a good queen. It's that you know she asks, "Did you bend the knee because she's a good queen, or did you bend the knee because you love her?" You know, and she mentions that she's pretty. You know, clearly she knows John, and and you hear Arya say, "You know, she's the smartest person I know." And like that was the first time Arya, I think, has ever complicated or uh, Com- commented, yeah, Sansa. Or com- complimented yeah complimented uh, yeah sansa. sansa so that was like a big i thought that was a much bigger moment than no one really oh talked yeah about, that was like, really that, interesting i mean she said she's the they smartest used person to butt heads all the time oh yeah they didn't get along they didn't get along at all and like she was like you know she's just trying to stick up for our family and, and you know it was funny because he's we like, can talk about the reunion between aria and john because that was like a really emotional moment that everyone had been waiting for because those two got along i have a huge question right? on this but i'll let you finish yeah so those two got along like but from a young age, he gave her needle, the 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 sword she uses. Yeah. Um. But it was clear that she was on Sansa's side. You know, she says like, "Don't forget that you're our brother." She clearly knows too that John is in love with with, with Daenerys. Daenerys and, yeah. And like, are you making the right decision? Don't forget about your family. I mean, it was pretty. It was all sub. It was like subtweeting. They were they were like subtweeting him. But like, I mean, it was pretty clear that they both feel that um that he's you know not. He's just thinking about like Daenerys and, and kind of just taking her side. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, a few that scene I think was one of the most important in the episode. Um, a question, something that caught my attention that I was kind of confused about was, and it may just be that I'm, I'm missing details from. You know what happened last season because it was such a long break. But she said, "How'd you survive getting stabbed in the heart?" And he said, "I didn't." How did she know? I, I th- he hasn't really told anybody. So how did she know that he was? Yeah. Um. So that was at first too. It was kind of like, you know, how did she know? I thought about it too. But then I also thought about how she's been at Winterfell with with Sansa and Bran for a while. Yeah, but do they even so... know? Oh, Bran would know for sure. And don't forget, Sansa showed up at, at uh, Castle Black like right after he was revived. So, Yeah, I don't know. That's how I, I'm just, I didn't no, even that think was a good Sansa point. knew. I thought only Bran did. I didn't even think Bran um, told anybody yeah. else. So, I mean, yeah, perhaps. But I, it's I, only what's all off screen. What I thought was probably has to do with her connection to... Um, help me out here. I'm having a blank. Faceless men. Yes, faceless men. Um, and I love that he was like, "How'd you sneak up on me?" <laughs> so that's what led into that, right? He was like, "She said, you know, you were taller," and he was like, "How'd you sneak up on me?" She's like, "How did you survive a sta- uh, a knife to the heart or something?" And he's like, "I didn't." Yeah. So it, it, she still has that skill set. Then he asks her, "Yeah, if, no, uh, for sure." If she's used needle, and she's like, "Once or twice." Yeah, I just think that it's just. That I think you're I, right in your predictions that like that hasn't finished catching up to her. The faceless men. No, yeah, that part. I I mean, it's just such a big. That was such a big hole if they don't touch it back up on it. But I do think that moment was just like one of them told told um told her that happened. Um, yeah, yeah very well. I, could be. I, I get what you're saying because it came right after you know she used her skills to sneak up on him. But I, I do think that what happened. Um, cause otherwise she, I mean, she wouldn't know at all. So, but yeah, I, at first too, I was like, that's weird. She, John kind of hides this. He doesn't want anybody to know. Huh? Yeah. And you know, and again, he didn't seem very thrown off that she knew. So no, he, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I was like, oh, he, she, if he his, well. <laughs> if his reaction was a little different then yeah, but right. But that was, it was an important scene. It was important. You know, it was, it was emotional cause they finally connected and, um, it was cool. And, he showed her the Valyrian sword, and he was like jealous. It was, fun. Yeah. It was like brother sister stuff, <laughs> she was and like, a little too heavy for me. <laughs> but I think, yeah. But I think the the big moments of that were, you know, make sure you don't forget that when she talks about how he's a Stark and right, just that warning. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of like, hey, John, like you know, Danny's good, but listen to other people because she doesn't know everything. Right. Right. Yeah. And. Another thing I think is important that really could easily have been forgotten is we see them forging weapons out of the uh, dragon glass. 
Yeah, that was cool. I'm glad they put that in there. It was again, it was t- it was touching on like an older Game of Thrones episode right. where they didn't just have weapons, like they were showing them preparing for well, battle. And, yeah, and they need these to kill to truly. I mean, that's yeah. the only thing that really can kill them. So, um, it was it, cool to see Gendry like in charge. That was good. Yeah, yeah, I like him. So, um, yeah. Also, her and him and uh, Arya are gonna fuck. Oh uh, yeah, little romance going on there, aren't? Isn't there? Yeah, I like it. Uh huh. So. Yeah, I think uh, overall it's a good episode. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, you know first time or reintroductions, first time introductions. It was cool. You know, I read an interview with Sam, the guy who plays Sam, and he said when he when he first had that scene with Daenerys, he said it felt like stepping into a TV show he watched because he had literally never worked with her before. Through all seven seasons, they'd never been on the same set. That's oh, really cool that wow. you can still yeah, get to season eight and like. That. Yeah, it's been yeah. It's cool. I mean, well, and she's meeting a lot of people for the first time, actually. Sansa, first time. Sansa, Arya, will mm-hmm. when they interact. They haven't really interacted much, but um, oh yeah, a lot of people so from cool. the north. I think. Yeah. So cool. I think it was also right. cool, like Jamie's when Jamie's reaction when he got off the horse at the end, and he kind of looked around. And he kind of had this like smile. Almost like yeah. he missed it. Like he missed the North. He missed Winterfell, right? The simplicity, maybe, or you know, just. I this, think it was almost it's like not a, like it's not like King's Landing at all. So. No, but I I, th- I do I do I do think it was also kind of like a nod, you know, for him to nod like wow, like it all comes back to this because that's like the first first episode. Right. That's where it all. That's started. where you see him. You know, that's the first time you see him. That's that's the first in the first episode. He pushes Bran out the window. Like that's that kind of starts the whole war. Yeah, essentially, that's what makes Bran the three-eyed raven. So I think it was almost like a wow, like full circle, you know, like full circle moment. Last time I rode in here with the king, now I'm riding in here, uh, treasonous to my sister slash lover, right, um, right, with the night king coming. Like it was just a, it was a cool moment. I agree. Um, yeah. How about you want to um, want to talk let's, about some predictions, maybe? Let's talk about. The joyride with Daenerys and oh, John, yes. and then the Tormund scene, and the Tormund scene right after this word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back, everybody. Like we said before the break, we're going to talk about the joyride with John and Danny, which kind of felt like they were, you know, playing Quidditch a little bit. Just I really hit, want like, to drag on their brooms. <laughs> yeah, you texted me like, I really want to drag. And I was like, I know, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> um, but there was something big that was missed between those two and maybe a lot of viewers. But as far as we know, in the books and in the show, only Targaryens can ride dragons. Mm-hmm. Even in Valyria, only Targaryens could ride dragons. No one else could. So, I don't think Danny even knows that. You know, for her, she's there. She's sitting there, and she gets on Drogon, and she's like, you know, hop on. She's not thinking like he must be a Targaryen. So he can hop on. She's thinking, well, the dragon's comfortable. I'm here. He doesn't right. see John as a threat, so he's just gonna let him ride it, right? Like that's normal. Yep. But as far as we know, only Targaryens can ride it. And it was kind of something that John didn't even realize because why would he think that? But exactly, for us, and, it was and like, like you said, I think that that's knowledge that isn't well known. Yeah, right. I mean, because all the Targaryens are dead, right? Well, yeah, and her. they thought all the dragons were dead, right? The last right. dragons were slain, so they so like, this is knowledge that died off with the last dragons and the Targaryen Right, it was family, an important. So. It was like an important uh, touch. I mean, it was like it was a it was a it was it was a a sign of what was to come later in the episode when John would find out. But well, right, cool. I think later. Uh, that that detail will be brought up when it is conf- that whole issue is confronted. I think it will yes. make more sense to them. Be like, well, how how else would I be able to ride? Um, which one does he ride? Rhaegal, because his dad's yeah, Rhaegar. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that will definitely be brought up again. Yeah, I think that's a good it, point. When I was watching it too, I was kind of like, you know, this kind of also makes sense because. He's going to have to... He, we know he's going to ride this son of a bitch when he has to fight the Night King on that dragon. We badass. talked about this. He kind of needs practice. It kind of made sense for like him to ride it because he's going to need to know... <laughs> yeah. He's going to need to feel comfortable when the time comes. So it's kind of like a good 
practice run you know he was uncomfortable and then all of a sudden he knew he like swerved and turned and again and- i love the dialogue throughout that scene i love when he was like well what if he doesn't want me <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> how she to was, ride a dragon <laughs> she was like well i enjoyed your company john snow <laughs> yeah it was good and then like the dragon staring at her protecting yeah. protecting danny it was good it was and good then stuff, i loved I when uh he got off and he's like well you ruined horses for me <laughs> yeah i thought that was good too um I want to say really quickly, just a really quick point on it. When the shots of when, not when they were close up on the actors, because obviously like that's harder to do, but the shots when they were like showing landscape with the dragons going through it looked amazing. I mean, oh, like yeah. they came up the crest and the light hit the wings perfectly. I was like, wow, they, they took a long time on those edits. It looked really good. Well, yeah, I mean, I think um as far as any movie that has any type of like fictional dragon in it, like this is by far the best looking. Yeah. I, I think they nailed it. Like you, like when you watch that, you believe that they're real, right? That they just had dragons on the set. <laughs> yeah. I it mean, looks, looks amazing. It I mean, looks really, really, really good. Even they dump, when, they dump um, the money gets, into it. even when he gets up close, right. And he's yeah. putting his hand towards, it's like snout. Um, you see the scales. And all that looks just brilliant. I mean, the teeth. They've dumped, they've dumped some money. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, but we kind of touched about that scene. You know, they make out and we find out they're in love again. And that was good. Or, I think the most. Not again. I mean, they never were out of it. But I think, yeah. They're, right. Yeah. yeah. We found out. Love. Yeah. Um, I think the most shocking part. And and that's why they kind of chose to end it there. But it was, you know, it was an important moment. was the torment um he's he runs into ed who is i guess the lord commander of the night's watch although it doesn't really matter because the night watch is not a thing anymore um they're you know they're walking through we don't really know where it is we find out it's the umber's castle and then we find ned umber on the wall uh presumed dead with the same circular kind of you know Symbol. signage with limbs which we've seen we saw in the the very first episode we saw that kind of thing we saw it when john was beyond the wall and um uh, the king beyond the wall says you know always the artists talking about the the white walkers because they like to do these patterns we don't really know what the patterns mean yet we saw it in the scene where the the children of the forest create Mm -hmm. the the uh white walkers so it has something to do with that magic that was used i think but we don't really know what it means they obviously just said like it's a sign from the white walkers i don't think they even know what it means they just know that it means he's coming kind of you know yeah yeah well i want and i wonder if it's a mark of of like the spell that was used right yeah maybe just like their mark you know or maybe it ties into how another way to defeat them i don't know i mean yeah it's interesting interesting. yeah i i think those are very subtle I mean, it was um, even in the cave at Dragonstone. It was on the walls. Those, yeah, those yeah. signs. So I think it. I hope they explain it a little bit, but I yeah. could see them just never explaining it too. Right, right. But yeah, crazy scene. When that kid started yelling, it scared the shit out of me. Uh yeah, I was, I was got goosebumps from that. I was not looking behind Tormund. I was looking straight at Tormund. <laughs> he started screaming. I was like, oh my god, I almost pissed myself. I know what when that happened before he started screaming. I'm like, is he moving? Like is his I couldn't tell. I'm like, is his eyes? His open? eyes did open because it was blurred out enough where you couldn't yeah. tell. And I'm like, oh fuck, is something happening? And then yeah. it did. And I'm like, oh, that scared the shit out of me. But I mean, that's where it ends, and it's an ominous ending, and it's kind of like a reminder. I think the first couple, you know, the first hour really was like, oh yeah, like we're doing good. There's love. There's drama. And then all of a sudden, I was yeah. like, Get, well, shit. Yeah. And I, I don't think like, they they knew how how soon that they were going to be there. How close they were. I mean, let's talk about this. So. That's the end of the episode. Tormund and, and uh, Ed say they can, they're can they going to ride back on horses. If they ride back on horses, they'll beat the Night King and his army. Right. Let's, we're going to talk about what we think is going to come next. You know, We saw the, tr- the trailer, a little teaser for the next episode. And in that episode, Tormund's back. He says we have until morning, basically. Yeah. They're going to be there. And in that snippet, it looks like they're going to start fighting already. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, that's crazy. I was like, holy cow, are they already going to start the battle in the second episode? It's going on, and, and, it, and it looks like it. It, lo- it yeah. seriously looks like that's what's going to happen. I mean, they're launching um, the trebuchet. The armies are running out. I mean, they're they're fighting in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, and that's crazy them. to me. I don't, don't know. I don't think I still don't even think they have enough. Like, and so, so 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh. Ooh. We're so oh, giving. No. Do you want me to go? Yeah. I have a question. What do you how do you think this plays out? If they're fighting already, it's the second episode. They still have most of the season left. They still have I mean, especially when you see the weight of the hours, you know, they have all, most of the season is still to come because they're coming up on like hour and 40 minute episodes. How do you think this plays out? How, you know, they can't win this battle, right? And why would well, the Night it, yeah, King send like, send like part of his army? That doesn't make sense. So do they lose Winterfell and keep retreating? Or see, that's, that's do they I'm win? And then, and then like the Night King's done and they only focus on Queen Cersei. Cersei. Like that's an option, I think, too. Like they fin- like they finished the Night King off in the first in the first like three episodes and then they turn around and they have to fight fight cersei that's kind of that might suck See, a little bit but it's possible um right because it's hard to believe that they can extend this battle to a few episodes right i mean like yeah i mean it and then be, still yeah. have cersei so, to deal with uh, see that's the thing like it could go i, I don't know man i think i mean dude, there's like two, op- there's if, two options like, here they lose, right? And they're forced to keep retreating. <coughs> and they keep working their way further south. And then the, the Golden Company comes up? Well, yeah. And they end up like, it's just like the Golden Company and Cersei just see this like the remnant of the north, the northern army, like battered and beaten with the Night King not too far. I don't know. Like, there's so many ways it can go. Like, I was. Yeah. So I, I think I that a, there is a true, a, a strong possibility that it ends like dark. Like, there is no happy ending. Like that, they lose, and the Night King just like you know, a few a few of them are able to retreat and run, and they probably try to seek. So, Cer- because right now they're on the the impression that Cersei's going to join them until Jamie gets there. He tells right. them exactly so well yeah as of the end of the last episode so maybe they try and retreat and think that that's going to be the last resort they know that she has the golden company that that might be the only way that they can can yeah further beat them. I, I have a theory let me know what you think about this so there is one of the fan theories that actually makes sense and as i said we would talk about some theories along the way and this one is it's coming up on i think in relevance but there's a fan theory it's got a cool name to it because of like a prophecy the prophecy she heard um, from that witch when she was younger, Cersei. So the idea is that she'll be killed um, by her brother or by a relative or by a loved one, basically. So there's wow. some theories that Jamie kills her. There's a theory that the baby inside of her, which technically Jamie gave her, kills her in childbirth. So that technically Jamie does kill her. There's All also right. a theory that Arya uses Jamie's face and kills her. But either way, there's like a solid theory that she dies in this type of way and like right and not in a battle type of way and Cer- so yeah, and our our uh, cersei's on her list so right so here's my theory they do keep retreating they keep getting their asses kicked but then cersei dies either they kill her or she dies in childbirth and then it's kind of like the golden company can't flee fast enough and so they decide to help because otherwise they're all going to die and that's twenty thousand soldiers and then they win because the the golden company joins that's one yeah. of the theories I'm working on. Here's with. the only flaw I see in that, right? When when one dies, <laughs> they're turned. So if all the unsullied, if like that arm think about it, if that and you have two dragons, if those get killed Logistically it doesn't make any sense. I get then, I, then, I know. Then you're they'll saying. have three dragons. Then they'll have all the unsullied, all the nor the, the you know, like how how that then you're you're talking about. Well, I don't, okay, yeah, I don't they think they're losing the company, dragons early. Now you're looking at they're having closer to upwards of like a hundred thousand undead. Well, they already do. I mean, they say it in the last episode. They ask how many. He says hundreds of thousands. Oh, really? But I think the, I think under you know under the pretext uh, of this assumption is that the night like the dead are are in abundance, but they're not good at fighting. I think that's kind of one. They're like you know classic zombies where they're not actually good at fighting. They just right. overwhelm you. Yeah. So I think that's under the pretext of basically like you know an unsullied is a or the or Dothraki is a great warrior and he could take on a significant amount of the dead I yeah think and same with the and don't forget the too if you, are fantastic you, warriors and yeah and don't forget too if you start killing off these white walkers if you kill a white walker you all of the dead that he turned die. yes but and, but we don't know that yet right no we do do no, we? we do well yeah we found that or, out last i mean season. we do but do they do yeah, they john, know that john knows yeah okay okay 
I was going to say. They found that out when they went north of the wall. Right. So, and maybe that's their their plan. Like that. It's that's key. how. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah, like you said, the the undead they don't have like battle strategies and tactics. It's like just go. We're gonna wear you out. You know, with our numbers. It's a true battle of attrition. So, yeah. No, I I do. I, I think don't it's know. Possible. I think I think what we're gonna end up seeing is the more pl- the the most. Honestly, I think the route kind of taking like a objective view from this is like they I think they do beat the the undead and they have the knowledge that Cersei doesn't plan to help them and that that Cersei's the next so I think, you think, I think, you think I, they I th- put away the Night King first and yep. then turn yeah and then Cersei. I think they turn I think it's possible they go and it's all the kingdoms are united except for Cersei and I think um yeah I think that final battle will be between just Golden i think company. the throne i think the throne will be the center point of what final battles for it would make sense it's weird man it is weird don't forget we did see a few like visions of um the throne and the red keep kind of destroyed and snowing in there so that's a possibility i mean maybe they get pushed back you know maybe they keep getting pushed back they fight cersei while they're running away from the night king and then they have the final battle in king's landing i don't know but it's it's interesting because like we said they're fighting in the next episode i mean how long can they drag it out for like you said and like are they gonna give up are they gonna give up winterfell immediately like there's no way that this battle could go on for days because i mean like men have to sleep men and women have to sleep the dead don't have to they could just keep coming and you're right Right. the night king can just raise all the dead ones that they killed like it's it's interesting yeah and yeah and and they have to be careful what they do with the dragons right so they right you can't lose another one (laughs) They, if they lose another one, they're fucked. Like, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. And so I think that would need to be their first planet. Like, the Night King is who they need to go after, I think. And I think that's what John and Danny will do. But again, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was, I, still, I was shocked. Part of me I saw really that. does believe that it, this could just not end happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was shocked when I saw they were fighting in, uh, in the next episode. Let's talk about specifically the next episode what we think is going to have or what we were looking forward to one of the things i'm looking forward to is the jamie stuff obviously this is the first time jamie meets danny jamie obviously put a, a knife through her dad's back and killed him it was a cool line you know we you know she says in the trailer she's like my brother and i would talk about all the ways all the things we would do to the man that killed our father that's gonna be good it's gonna be a good dialogue in there i think yeah i'm excited for that scene um no i agree i think that's cool uh, i'm looking forward to that i'm looking i am looking because the f- i because of the kind of like the teaser for the next episode and we think i mean we're under the impression now based on what, off of what we've seen they're fighting right um so yeah. i'm i'm interested to see the initial setup of the battle right i, I well, like it goes down yeah i don't yeah does it last more than that episode? Like, will that bleed into the third episode? I don't. That's kind of, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I think, honestly, I think we'll have a better understanding of how the season's going to end after the next episode. Yeah. Because if, if they are already fighting, we will know, okay, well, they look like they're going to lose. Because they're going to talk about their plan as they go along. Like, what are they going to do next right. know, to try to yeah. beat him? Or if they're losing, they're going to mention it. So, yeah, I think that that's a good point. One of the things I don't think we're going to get from this episode is any sort of satisfaction from the the bombshell that John found out. I don't think he, oh, yeah. he's not going to talk about it in this next episode. You know, as soon as he's going to be mulling it over, I think, probably at the beginning. But then as soon as Tormund gets back and tells him, you know, like that they're going to be here, like, you know, in a hot minute, he's going to be all all game mode, you know. Yeah. And I think I don't think there's going to be any satisfaction for us there. No, no. And I think that's the intention. I think he wants the viewers to kind of forget to forget yeah. that that was just that just happened. Um, and then when everything cools down, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm your right. nephew. No, I agree. I, th- I don't think we're going to get the satisfaction of seeing how that plays out, but at least not. <laughs> Not right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Oh, we got, yeah. Uh, episode this weekend on the 21st. Again, folks, it'll be 58-minute runtime, so disappointing. But if it's as good as the first episode, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good 58 minutes. 
No commercials either, so. Yeah, except they get you with that, like, it was like a 15-minute recap in the beginning. I was like, oh, my God, just started it. Just, oh, yeah, I, I watched know. It. It's like, we know what happened. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? No. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. Please share it with family and friends the rest of this week in preparation for Sunday. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Hit us up on Anchor or email us at wemadechanges uh, at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I would, I would be interested to hear what you guys think about it. But share us with family and friends. Subscribe to us on all of your favorite platforms, and we will hit you up for sure next week with the uh, episode... Uh, two reaction but look out for some movie uh, trailer uh, discussion and some our next movie movie discussion so tons of content we're, we're we're just throwing at your face yeah watch out <laughs> well thanks ben thanks for thanks for talking with me about this uh hope you had fun i enjoyed it likewise all right thanks for listening everyone and we'll catch you in the next one peace peace